Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to ADH Cheech. What up, everybody? Before we get into this episode, if you are only interested in this latest series of movies by uh, the MonsterVerse, as they're calling it, uh, which includes Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of Monsters, and Godzilla vs. Kong, that would be at... You can fast forward straight to 52 minutes into this podcast, and that will get you just that talk. If you just want to hear only about Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, fast forward to it hour and 23 minutes in. But if you want to hear everything about Godzilla and King Kong from the past 20 years, then this podcast is for you because we watched it all. What up, everybody? This is ADH Cheech. We are back with a new episode. I have uh, Christina once again with me. Say hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, this time we are doing a very special episode do- dedicated to Kong versus Godzilla. Or Godzilla versus Kong, mm-hmm. as it actually is called. <laughs> because that just came out on HBO Max. And what we decided to do, because we just watched the movie. Um, we just watched it on Thursday, the day yeah. it came out, I believe, right? Yeah. I think so. And we watched it. It was great. And then it made us want to go back and watch Skull Island again, which because those were a part of the series, Skull Island. And we really enjoyed Godzilla King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. And um, and we went back and watched the fr- the Godzilla. Well, which... oh, like, that's what I was going to get to. <laughs> so we, we saw Godzilla versus Kong. It was great. And we're like, let's go watch the whole series. But then I was like, you know what? If we're going to do... You know, we could probably do a podcast about this, but I kind of want to cover all of these movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started looking back, uh, like, which ones have we seen? Because we've seen a lot of mm-hmm. Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to when we were young, we saw, I saw in the theater, and I, you yeah. saw it too, is a Godzilla 1998 mm-hmm. with um, Matthew Broderick <laughs> and uh, also Leon the Professional was mm-hmm. in that, mm-hmm. uh, John Renault. And uh, Hank Azaria and the guy from Simpsons. Yeah. Anyways, we saw that one. And we're like, well, let's go back and watch that. Because I always remember people hating on that movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember it fondly. But then again, I was eight. Yeah, so did I. I was like, <laughs> oh, I loved it. Yeah. So we're like, maybe we should watch that one. And then we'll add that into the talk. But then we'll, we'll into the show. And maybe. And then I was like, oh, what about, um, you know, the 2014 one with Brian Cranston? Mm-hmm. I was like, that one was pretty good i think I'm, i don't remember loving it but mm-hmm. i think i liked it i didn't really remember that much about Mm-mm. it so i was like let's cover that one too and then uh what else did we watch and then i was telling then i kept on thinking of more i was like well if we're gonna watch all these godzilla movies we have to do a little bit of king kong mm-hmm. so, so like let's watch freaking the 2005 peter jackson king kong mm-hmm. with jack black and adrian brody and um, whatever the chick's name is, Naomi Watts, I think. I don't remember. Um, so, so I was like, you know what? And I wanted to give a shout out to Rafael Torres um, because he told me when the Justice League movie came out, he was like, oh, thanks for telling me about Justice League because I'm not about to watch a four hour DC movie. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, now I don't have to watch it. 
And I was like, maybe that's our niche. Maybe we can do the work that people don't want to do. And I can tell you which one of these movies, we can tell them which one of these movies is actually worth watching and which ones are garbage. Mm -hmm. Or which ones do you have to watch to enjoy Godzilla versus Kong to the fullest? Mm -hmm. Because some people like to do that. Like I mentioned Katie or Katie's mentioned that she likes to watch the previous things before the new one comes out. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, let's inform people, you know, at least because I know there's not that many chances that people had seen all of those unless they're big fans. I mean, unless they watch everything like I do and like I guess you do now, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But then I also threw in one more because I was like, you know what? We can't. This list is not going to be complete if I don't watch some at least one Japanese Godzilla thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's watch one Godzilla thing. And I really just picked one because I didn't know where to start with that. Because there's 27, I think, yeah, or 37 Godzilla movies. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's what we're going to tell you about. We're going to tell you about all of these movies. But basically, at the very least, we're going to tell you about the legendary series. Because that's the production company that's making these latest ones. You know, um, Godzilla vs. Kong. It's Kong Skull Island. Uh, Godzilla King of Monsters mm-hmm. and spoilers Godzilla 2014 which I was not aware was part of this series um, actually let's talk about that um, so there is this new series that I thought began with Kong Skull Island mm. which came out what year did that come out let me see so Kong Skull Island I remember it came out like in 2017 I think and that one, yes, that one I greatly enjoyed. Like mm-hmm. that one was funny. It was awesome. Kong was gigantic mm-hmm. in it. And I was like, and they set up, you know, like they were going to go into more movies with that one. And which they did. Yeah, they did. Then they had the Godzilla King of Monsters, which was, had like a ton of monsters in it. Had Rodan. It had, uh, what was the dragon thing called? Glodora. Oh yeah, Ghidorah, I think. Mm-hmm. And then it had Mothra. It had some other ones that we didn't mm-hmm. even get named for, names for. And that one was great too. And then this Godzilla versus Kong, mm-hmm. we both really loved. Oh yeah, it was great. We were having a gr- great old time watching them fight, <laughs> and like seeing like, well, like, we were watching them like, no, King Kong, no. It was so hard because you lo- you love them both, you know. You, yeah. You know about them. You've known so much about them. Mm-hmm. Well, growing up, right? Like Godzilla. Like I think growing up, my brothers had a toy, so I was really fond of it. Yeah. Um, and then on TV, like I remember it being on TV all the time. And then King Kong, like you, you just like that story. They're just, just they're they're so well known. I think seeing yeah. them fight, I was like, no, I don't know who to root for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was how we were watching this one. We we're like, oh my god, who should we root uh, root for? Um. But yeah, I think the same thing as you. So anyways, that series is made by Legendary, and this is what I was getting to. But I there was one that came out in 2014 with Brian Cranston as mm-hmm. the star. Mm-hmm. And that one we also saw in the theater. I had no idea that this, that was the one that started this series off. Yeah, no. And mostly because that one kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Going back and watching it, it it's really terrible. sucked. It was probably the worst one we watched out of all oh, of Oh yeah, these. we couldn't even stay awake. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah. it was so bad. Uh, do you think that we should should we go into this legendary series? I mean, because this is this episode is going to be called Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, or should we just go in order of the movies that we watched? I think we should just go through the whole history because that'll give a the history of our lives too a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah. we're going to go back to 1998 with the first one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think like if you want to share also, like yeah, yeah, like the storyline too, like yeah. the origins of Godzilla. Okay. Oh yeah, that's good. Because yeah. so we were also thinking about like, oh, well, if we're going to really do a deep dive and see if like should what's worth watching maybe we should watch king kong which came out in 1933 Mm -hmm. and maybe we should watch godzilla which came out in 1957 the originals and uh we decided against that (laughs) (laughs) because it seemed like that was going to be a little rough Mm -hmm. and we were watching so many movies to prepare for this episode so but basically uh my understanding is that king kong 1933 is pretty damn similar to King Kong 2005. Mm -hmm. So, and King Kong 2005 is like three hours, so we basically squeezed out (laughs) room for King Kong uh, uh, 1933. Mm -hmm. So, but we kind of know the the general beats of that. You know, Kong was on, in 1933 King Kong, there was a director and the, the leading lady and another who voyage on a boat to go scout locations for a movie they're going to shoot and one of the locations is this skull island where king kong is from Mm -hmm. and on this island there's dinosaurs there's giant creatures of all sorts and king kong they get captured by the they get captured by the natives Natives. there she captured they get the girl and they sacrifice her to kong Mm -hmm. and kong has some sort of fascination with her and wants to keep her around and doesn't kill her, you know, and and is carrying her around through this whole movie. The guys save her and then they capture Kong and bring him back to New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the story of Kong. Most people know that to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Yeah. And so now they bring him on the they bring him to New York as like a freak show, like look mm-hmm. at the wor- the eighth wonder of the world, watch, watch Kong. And then he gets free, breaks free, of course, in New York, climbs the Empire State Building, as mm-hmm. we all know, and gets mm-hmm attacked by planes and falls and dies mm-hmm, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the the story of 1933 king kong and uh so that was that one so we kind of knew what was going to happen and plus we've seen the 2005 one that's pretty damn similar yes and we even watched like a youtube comparison <laughs> yeah so a lot of people there somebody did a comparison between the 1990 1933 King Kong and the 2005 one and like scene for scene recreation. Yeah, which was really great. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that more once we get there. We're not even there. There's too much. We might have watched too many movies. We might have screwed ourselves over, but we're going to try to do this. Um, And then the origins of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. 1956, Mm -hmm. Toho, I think was the name of the company that made these movies. And they, the story of Godzilla is that they were, you know, just like all of the other horror movies in the 50s, a lot of them were about radiation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, they dropped the bomb and now there's a giant spider. And they dropped the bomb and now there's another thing. And the Japanese did their own Godzilla, which mm-hmm. was a little bit of a twist because the the bombs in Godzilla, as far as my understanding, didn't create Godzilla, mm-hmm. but they set him, they awoke him. So Godzilla always existed. He was like an ancient creature that was slumbering on Earth. Mm-hmm. And because they were doing nuclear testing, that awakened him. Mm-hmm. And um, which, you know, looking at the context of the time is kind of it's kind of effed up because Japan is like the only country in the world, only people in the world who actually have been through a nuclear bomb going off, Mm -hmm. you know, so they making them making a, a movie about a creature that is a consequence of nuclear testing 
mm-hmm. is kind of a little bit more impactful than, you know, and I guess that's why people theorize like this is why Godzilla is such a more than just a monster movie mm-hmm. and why it lasted while all these other 1950s monster movies just last, you know, throughout is because mm-hmm. there's a little bit deeper meaning behind him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the story of King Con- of Godzilla. And we were d- debating on watching those, but is, they're just too old. We, maybe we'll go back and do it. Yeah. What do you think? One day, not now, but should we uh, go yeah. back and watch those originals? Yeah, I would love to. Um, at least the the first one, the first Godzilla. Yeah. Because um, they kept on making Godzillas. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many yeah. of them with so many other monsters that it'd be too much. It's too much. Yeah. Unless, they get, unless they're really good, but I doubt it. I mean... They straight up are a dude in a suit, you know, yeah. walking around. And King Kong's claymation, mm-hmm. you know, so. But, uh, you know, in the 60s, they did a Kong versus Godzilla in the 60s. I don't know if you knew that, but they did one. A Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah, Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh, they, really? They did that already. Oh, so this is a remake, that. technically. Oh. Um, there's a meme that comes from it of King Kong shoving like a tree down Godzilla's throat. Oh, really? <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. So you can look that up. Um, so they did that. So Godzilla over the years has fought King Kong. He's fought Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. as he does in this one. Mm-hmm. He fought Rodan, which is the giant mm-hmm. pterodactyl. He fought Ghidorah, space aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every, crabs, giant crabs. <laughs> He's fought, um, just every, every type of monster Godzilla has fought over the years. And uh, I have no idea how good those are because honestly, I've never seen them. I, mm-hmm. I know like people that are older than me that are like in their 40s and 50s. They have fond memories because they were kids in the 70s and a lot yeah. of them came out in the 60s, late 60s and 70s. But I really don't have any connection to those. Yeah. So let's fast forward to the mo- movies we did watch because mm-hmm. we haven't watched those. Um, like you said, you said your familiarity with Godzilla at the time was just this is 1998 where Godzilla we're going to be talking about right now. What did you you said you had a toy of Godzilla was that before Godzilla came out 1998 came out or is that after Godzilla 1998 came out? I um uh, uh, so I I remember Godzilla like I remembered the traditional Godzilla. And then I also remember cuz I think they must have played like, you know. But this is before the, old, the Matthew Broderick one came out. The toy, the toy that I remember, because my brother, like, you know, I have you two a, younger brothers. You had a Godzilla toy. My brother had a Godzilla toy, which I also enjoyed. And this Godzilla was based off the 1998 Oh, Godzilla. it was? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, so it was a 1998 Godzilla. That's what the toy was. That's what the okay, toy was. Which so that's why up many problems. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I had a fond memory, I think, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because I enjoyed the the toy, and then so and then th- I watched the movie like on TV. Wait a minute, several so you times. think so you think you had the toy before you saw the movie? No, I had the we had seen the movie in and then no, not in theaters. Okay. My parents didn't take us to movies. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Christi- <laughs> Christina was poor. <laughs> no, we no. would watch it on TV and then yeah, they just didn't, we you had didn't a go toy. to movies, right? No, no, because you were poor. No. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my dad worked all the time, so. Okay, so you saw it on TV. So you not you probably didn't see it in 1998. No, you probably saw it a few years later. Yeah, because they don't yeah. show up on TV right away. Yeah. Okay, well, I saw it in 1998 because you went to the movies. Yeah, we're rich. <laughs> no. Um, 
So I did watch, that one I did watch in 1998. Now, again, as a kid, as an eight-year-old, because I was born in 1990, so whatever year it is, that's how the age I was. Yeah. I was 19, I was eight. I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Yeah. I don't think I loved it because if I loved it, I would have been all about it. Like I was some movies when I was a kid, like The Matrix, for example, that came out when I was nine in 1999. Mm-hmm. And I was all about The Matrix. I love oh, The Matrix. I still love The Matrix. I still love The Matrix. I mean, and then uh, Rush Hour mm-hmm. is another one that came out in 1999. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Still love that movie. Mm-hmm. So this one, obviously, I liked it, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it because we only saw it the one time in the theaters and that was it. Yeah. So I didn't really remember it. Did you remember anything about it? About the movie? Yeah. yeah. What? Everything. You remembered everything about yeah. it? Yeah. So you've seen it a bunch of times. I did because oh it God. would be on reruns on TV. <laughs> okay. I did it. I did. Um, I, I enjoyed it. But then looking at it now, like watching it now and comparing to all the CGI that we have now. Like, yeah. You know, and I think going back and, you know, I just I enjoyed it. So I never really compared it to the original Godzilla, which I knew of. You know, I knew that how what original you know? Godzilla. The Japanese? the Japanese Godzilla. That he's. How? stands up straight he's bigger you know all that stuff he looks different i remember the ray like the the he shoots lasers he shoots lasers the blue the radiation that comes out of his mouth you know all of that i remembered so you must have seen a japanese one. i did i did i remember seeing a japanese one like i remember seeing the godzilla versus mega godzilla japanese mecha godzilla mecha godzilla the monster the robot yeah i remember that don't tell me when, when. I don't remember when, but, but I remember that, that. Yeah, like I remember that. I remember the original Godzilla theme music, mm. which you hear it in um, uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. You hear that like yeah. original, you know, theme song of Godzilla. Like I remember that. Yeah. Um, so I have fond memories. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just remember remember seeing it on TV. Yeah. But, okay. you know, so those are things that I knew of of Godzilla, but I, I didn't know about, like, how he came about or anything mm-hmm. like that. But Well, yeah. if anyone's interested, we watched this, and uh, we watched it on Stars. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch it, go watch it on Stars. It's free right now. Um, I didn't remember, and I started, but as it started going, Matthew Broderick's a funny actor. Yeah. So as this movie started, like, this movie felt like a big budget you know, blockbuster type movie. Like they obviously spent a lot of money on it. Uh, I don't. Even, let's see if I have the numbers here. I don't know. It cost a lot of money this movie because it had a lot of big time actors. Mm-hmm. It had Matthew Broderick. It had John Reno, which I talked about. It had Hank Azaria in it. It had uh, Kevin Dunn, the dude from Veep. Harry Shearer, the other da- the other guy from The Simpsons. Um, so they spent some money on the cast, and obviously, there's a lot of CGI, CGI. in the movie. Oh, we should have written down when Godzilla appears in all these movies. But anyways, um, the movie was funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. the the premise of this one is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick is a guy who studies worms, who's who is studying radiation, the effects of radiation mm-hmm. on worms. Mm-hmm. So that's how he gets brought in to study the effects of radiation on Godzilla. And um, I think I think it was probably like half an hour into the movie when we, yeah. we first see Godzilla? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. So basically he gets brought in to to examine like this giant footprint mm-hmm. and then they know that there's some creature is out there by the U.S. military and eventually that creature turns out to be Godzilla and it makes its way to New York mm-hmm. because New York is 
the perfect location for a reptile. It's a giant island and it's a lot of places to hide and stuff like that. So that's why he went to New York, as far as I remember. Yes, it was an island surrounded by water. So there was fish because the yeah. Godzilla was getting, was nesting. So that was like the, which was interesting because in none of these other movies does Godzilla being like a food centric yeah. animal. Yeah. So this movie kind of made him much more of like an animal because they were trying to capture him with fish and mm-hmm. he, he was very all about eating. And this is where the movie starts to fall apart because, like I said, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's very light. But then we finally see Godzilla and <laughs> Godzilla is a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, in this movie, they basically wanted to make... I feel like whoever pitch this movie is like oh let's make jurassic park again but with godzilla Mm -hmm. because godzilla does not in this movie 1998 godzilla he is hunched forward like a regular Mm -hmm. Mm t-rex he's basically a giant t-rex and he's running like a t-rex he has baby arms like a Mm t-rex he doesn't look like godzilla he Mm -hmm. looks like a t-rex from jurassic park with Mm -hmm. a little bit of a different type of face i would say that's the only thing and some yeah he's more reptile looking too he just looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, he does look like a dinosaur. He just looks like a dinosaur. Um, which I can see being, if you were like a big Godzilla fan and you went to see this movie, I'd be like, okay, first off, he doesn't look anything like Godzilla. Because Godzilla stands upright. Mm-hmm. He's got the big old spikes all the way down. Mm-hmm. And he shoots a laser beam. Yeah. That's another thing. In this movie, he no laser did. beams. Mm. Uh, there was a couple of times where we thought he did, yeah. but he, I guess he just blew stuff up yeah. with his yelling. Yeah. But um, so that was a big problem. I could see if you're like a huge Godzilla fan, which people don't like this movie, by the way. And um, the other major change they made is that Godzilla was a asexual reptile, meaning that he was pregnant mm-hmm. and he was created pregnant. So he laid a bunch of eggs in Madison Square Garden Mm -hmm. and all of these eggs were more baby Godzillas that were all born pregnant and were going to all born new eggs Mm -hmm. and create, like, take over the planet is the fear that they had. Mm -hmm. So at no time do they really ever bring into the other thing about Godzilla is that Godzilla is kind of like the savior of mankind, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like he comes to defend us from these big, terrible monsters. Mm-hmm. Like that's a part of the Godzilla myth a mm-hmm, little bit. Mm-hmm. And that was not in this movie at all. No, not at all. Like had the, no connection to the yeah. the history, like the, yeah. There were other movies, yeah. Other movies. And, uh. The origins. And they straight up shoot Godzilla with a, with a submarine and they kill him, supposedly is what we think. They killed him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movie's celebrating, you know what I mean? They're sub- celebrating that they killed him, mm-hmm. which is, comes like, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes before the movie ends. So you're like, you know, there's more. And so that's obviously Godzilla's not the hero of this mm-hmm. movie, Mm-mm. you know. Um, well, it turns out they go, Matt, uh, Matthew Broderick and his little band of the main characters of the movie go to Madison Square Garden where the eggs are planted mm-hmm. and all the eggs start hatching and this is where it really turns into jurassic park mm-hmm. because they are not baby godzillas they are baby velociraptors mm-hmm. they're exactly the velociraptors <laughs> from jurassic, jurassic park, park. Mm-hmm. i mean do you remember like they straight up copied scenes scenes yeah talk about that 
Oh yeah, like um, you know, like uh, Godzilla chasing after the taxi cab. Oh, that was later. But talk about the <laughs> Velociraptor and like the windows. Remember? Um, yeah, like when they're trying to get out. You know, they're pushing their head just like when they're inside to um, open the doors. Yeah, to open the doors. Um, you know, you see them looking at you with one like. Half of their face through like a little circular glass, glass yeah. of a door, yeah. yeah. Just you know, iconic scenes that came from Jurassic Park from the very yes. first one, um, and just the way that they pounce, the way they pounce, the way yeah. they pounce, the way they chase, the way they held themselves, yeah, hunched forward like mm-hmm. a velociraptor. So it's like this is straight up Jurassic Park, and I bet you this is probably a part of how they sold it. Like, yeah, oh, you remember, you remember the velociraptors in Jurassic Park? We're gonna do that. And they basically did. I mean, mm-hmm. they were inside of a building that looked like the office buildings from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was Madison Square Garden, but they were in like the, you know. A stadium, you know. Yeah, like- but they were mo- not really in the stadium part for that much. They were more in like the hallways and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. and like the lobbies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it looked the same as Jurassic Park. And I was like, these are velociraptors. And this does nothing, look nothing like Godzilla. No. So I would be pissed if yeah. as a Godzilla fan now... And, and if I got that shit. Yeah. So I could see why this movie was a flop. And yes. then later on, after they, the army finally gets on board with their plan, they blow up the Madison Square Garden, killing all the babies. And then real Godzilla, the big one, comes back out. And they do, they recreate the Jurassic Park uh, chase, chase scene. Mm-hmm. So literally they get into a taxi and a giant... T-Rex looking Godzilla chases them down the street Mm -hmm. and it's of the exact replication of when you know there's like must go faster must go faster Mm -hmm. from Jurassic Park Mm -hmm. Um, so I can see that that's the problem with this movie I mean it's just not Godzilla no not at all it's not connected to its origins it's not connected to the history who he yeah who Godzilla represents what he represents why he come about um it doesn't humanize Godzilla. It didn't, at not all. at all. I mean, they tried. I think, like, at the end, Matthew kind of felt bad. At the for, very end. You know, for killing yeah. him and stuff like that. But that was it. There was, you know. At the very end, they capture, they get him onto, like, the Brooklyn Bridge or yeah. something, and, mm-hmm. and he gets tangled up in the suspension of the bridge, all the wires and stuff. And you could tell, like, Matthew Broderick feels bad that he killed him and that they're going to kill him. And mm-hmm. they did kill him. Mm hmm. And um, the little tease at the end of this where they were hoping, I guess, to make their sequel <laughs> was mm-hmm. the, there was one left, one last egg left in Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. So, you know, part two could happen, but part two mm-hmm. never happened mm-hmm. because this movie was not so good. Yeah. And looking back, um, it was not that good. <laughs> no, no, it was not. <laughs> it was not that good. But, no. you know, I was young, you know, I was little and I loved Jurassic Park 2 so I think maybe that also played a piece to why I liked maybe it maybe you just liked it you thought it was Jurassic <laughs> so Park it's a dinosaur yeah um, but I remember Godzilla I remember Godzilla uh, but yeah looking back it was not that good so that good. unless you want to see it for the badness you could skip this one yeah <laughs> alright now let's jump around but we're gonna go in, t- in time so okay. in time the next movie that we watched was Godzilla 2000 Oh, you Because I wanted to watch one Japanese movie. Mm-hmm. And I really don't have that much to say about the movie because mm-hmm. I, as far as my understanding is that it hits a lot of the same points that all of these Japanese Godzilla movie hits is that he is a force of nature mm-hmm. and we have to realize how we deal with him is accept him as our protector 
And when one of these new uh, kaiju monsters comes around, he's going to fight him for us. Mm-hmm. That's really like what happens. And then in this movie, that's exactly what happens. So we get in that movie, which I thought was interesting in Godzilla 2000, Japanese movie Toho. Godzilla comes out in the first like five minutes of the movie. He's mm-hmm. there already mm-hmm. and he's just smashing through the city because... I mean, they had 30 of these. What's the point of saving him for so long into the movie, right? You know, yeah. he just comes out from the get-go. And he's standing upright. It's normal Godzilla and a man in a rubber suit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trashing through things. But honestly, it looked pretty cool, you know, even considering what it is, you yeah. know, just miniatures and a guy in a suit. Yeah. It looked pretty cool. And I mean, in that movie, did they already... So they knew about the legend of Godzilla. So they so when he oh, appeared, yeah. was he just accepted? Did the monster come and that what caused Godzilla to come out? Yeah. Were they immediately attacked and Godzilla came out? Or did Godzilla come out and they're like, oh, this is Godzilla? Or? The movie, yeah, they already know about Godzilla. In mm-hmm. the beginning of the, the movie, is about like these scientists and a photographer, basically. The photographer wants to take a picture of Godzilla and the scientist is studying Godzilla. Mm. So there's everyone knows about Godzilla and this in this world, in this okay. universe. And um it, so the beginning starts off with them just looking for Godzilla and the her wanting to take a picture of him. And uh as the story gets going, there's a UFO. Well, there's a giant rock that uh I think is also released due to military testing. It's at a giant rock-shaped thing mm-hmm. at the bottom of the ocean gets churned up by some military testing. They were blowing up something in the mm-hmm. ocean. It comes up, and this rock, giant rock, comes up from the bottom and starts standing straight up out of the water after being blown up. And some of the rocks start chipping away, and you see that it's actually a giant UFO that's mm-hmm. been <laughs> under the ground, under the water for like 10,000 years, mm-hmm. is what they say. And basically, eventually, this this ufo just keeps on like vibrating and shaking and shaking off the rocks and then it shakes off all the rocks and it's just a giant silver chrome ufo shaped thing and uh it goes and starts flying around over the city and godzilla's kind of chasing after it and uh the doctor realizes like oh okay this this ufo is fascinated by godzilla for some reason Mm -hmm. And it turns out Godzilla, because of all the radiation, he's able to heal really fast. So yeah. that's why they want Godzilla. The the UFO wants Godzilla. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. Godzilla, yeah. The UFO goes to the city and parks in front of a building because I guess the UFO also wants to connect to the technology. I don't know. It connects to <laughs> like the cities, to this building and starts sucking into the internet and like finding out all this information on Godzilla the UFO does and uh, Godzilla goes chasing after the the UFO and the UFO they try to blow up the UFO and it doesn't work the UFO transforms into a giant squid creature Mm -hmm. like a metallic UFO squid creature Godzilla fights that and then he defeats that with his laser beam and then that one turns into then they break open the UFO and it's just a monster inside of it. A giant, you know, kaiju monster the size of Godzilla comes uh-huh, out. Uh-huh. And Godzilla just fights him in the city. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's a cool fight. I mean, it's like two dudes in a suit. <laughs> in suits <laughs> fighting, you know what I mean? I don't know what to say about mm-hmm. it. It's cool. I mean, he's shooting his laser. Godzilla's shooting his laser beams. And this monster has a laser. And... 
monsters like trying to bite Godzilla. I don't know. It seemed like typical of what you'd expect. Yeah. And it looked as about as, as good as you expect. <laughs> but the movie was short. How how long was that one? Let's see. That one was like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, an hour and 48 minutes. Hour and 48. Did we get a Rotten Tomatoes on that? Yes, it had a 57 uh, tomato reader and 54% audience rating. Okay. So, so it, 50, I also did look at a list of uh, best Godzilla movies. This was not one of them. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't the best example of Japanese Godzilla. But I think it hits a lot of the same notes as typical Japanese Godzilla. So, But you didn't really watch that one. No. But it sounds like it went. It was straightforward into, for the most part, you're seeing monsters yeah. fighting each other. You know about Godzilla and it's connected to the origins of who he is, what he does, how he's the savior. Um, yeah. And you see there is a... Comp- there is a a government entity called CCI, which is similar to Monarch, which mm-hmm. we'll get to in the Legendary series, mm-hmm. who's like the comp- the government agency that regulates these titans, as they're mm-hmm. called in the Legendary series of Godzilla's in Kong. Um, so that one was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I would want to see more of them to decide on whether, you know, they're. I guess people enjoy the old Godzilla movies. I, I don't know. I maybe I'm hoping there's like a really good one. This one wasn't really good, but it was it was decent fun i guess um but let's get to what would you recommend it are you saying watch it i i would say if you want to see japanese godzilla go on a list of the best of godzilla movies and pick out one of those japanese movies because there's other ones that rate a lot higher and that's probably what i would do everyone has the original godzilla as their number one Mm -hmm. so if I was going to watch some Japanese Godzilla, I would probably start with that one. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that people claim is really good is um, Shin Godzilla, which mm-hmm. came out in 2016. So maybe I'd watch one of those. Or I might just throw on one of these old ones and just pick one of the old ones where he's fighting Mothra and all of these monsters mm-hmm. and just check it out. I mean, it, it's not going to be bad, I don't think. It's going to be fun. It's going to be silly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these couldn't be silly. They're just people in suits and stuff like that so i don't know what you'd expect yeah. you only watch those if you want to just see how silly they are yeah. i guess i don't know how badass they can be really yeah but i don't know so i don't i don't know it's up to you if you really want to go deep on godzilla you got to watch some Jap- old japanese movies from. <laughs> all right so then we went on to we're jumping uh stories a little bit now we went on to king kong 2005. Yes, 2005. Tell us about that one. Well, 2005, Camelot 2005, it's rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. It is three hours and 21 minutes. Good Lord. It's so long. Um, but it has 84% um, on t- the tomato reader and 50% audience. So the critics liked it. Mm-hmm. People didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, Yeah. Well, this movie's Peter Jackson mm-hmm. right after Lord of the Rings. All three of Lord of the Rings came out. So basically, they would have let him make any movie he wanted. And he basically did. The studio apparently asked uh, Peter Jackson, come out and make King Kong. And he turned it down at first because he said that King Kong is his favorite movie of all time. And uh, he turned it down at first. But then he thought about it and he's like, I don't want anyone else to make yeah. King Kong with a remake of King Kong. I want to be the one to make it. So that's why he went and made it. 
And obviously, they just let them do whatever they want, I think. Mm-hmm. They allowed it to be so long. <laughs> yeah, they allowed it to be freaking long as hell. And I remember people watching this movie and like, oh my God, it's long. Mm-hmm. But it's like the Lord of the Rings are all long, too. Yeah. Um, so this one is basically the story, same story as the old one. Jack Black is the director. Naomi, Naomi Campbell is... Or, uh, let me make sure it's the right person. Naomi Watts is the... The Actress. damsel, yeah, mm-hmm. and they go to. In this one, he's trying to film his movie, and um, he knows about the island. He yeah. knows that it hasn't been discovered, but there's opportunity to, I guess, make money. Well, make a movie. He but, wants to yeah. sh- shoot a movie. The studio is about to cut off his funding because mm-hmm. he's been shooting the movie and getting nowhere with it. So he's, his plan is like, oh, I'm going to go to Skull Island. It's undiscovered territory. And I'm going to have like the dopest location ever for my movie. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge success. So that's his motivation. And um, Naomi Watts is the chick. And Jack Driscoll is Adrian Brody. Who's the, he's the writer of the script. So basically Jack, Bra- Jack Black tricks all of these people to think that he still has funding for this movie to get on this boat and go to Skull Island, which he does. So the whole crew of the movie is only like five people go on the boat. They go to Skull Island and uh, the crew of the boat's like, I don't want to go. We don't want to go. And anyways, he keeps on just he's very insistent and he just gets off the boat and starts going. They finally reach Skull Island mm-hmm. and the, we hear the or- the story. The sailors know like, oh, my God, Skull Island is a dangerous place. Yeah. Don't go there. You'll mm-hmm. die. It's surrounded by fog and a wall. Yeah. Who built that wall? And <laughs> so this is all things. That they're worried about. They finally get there by accident, mm-hmm. and um, they and there's rocks, mm-hmm. and the wall is there, and mm-hmm. if there was the fog was there, and all of that stuff. And Jack Black doesn't hesitate. He just gets off the boat to brings the whole crew with him, and they mm-hmm. just go and float on, and they run into the natives, and the natives in this movie are scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think that's really something that. Um, was interesting and something that we looked up later about the movie is that this movie this is what Roger Ebert said of Cicel and Ebert fame he said that this movie is like the flowering of all of the ideas in the original movie so basically what they couldn't do back then in 1933 he brought those ideas to fruition in this one Mm -hmm. so this movie in the old movie the the natives were just like you know Gilligan Island Mm -hmm. (laughs) natives Mm -hmm. and they just they didn't really weren't threatening exactly no, but they did ask them to leave or yeah. demanded them to leave and they did kidnap the girl they did but in this one they were straight up like hostile mm-hmm. natives like they were killing like oh and they made them look horrifying yeah. they were all black which was like kind of weird because peter jackson has this whole thing of like making the evil people in his movies black mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean if you saw lord of the rings you know what i'm talking about and in this one also, the bad people are black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so all of these natives start killing them immediately. They mm-hmm. smash one guy's head in. They shoot. Some, they throw a spear through one guy. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying. Yeah. And uh, the only reason why they get away is because the crew of the ship comes with guns and shoots mm-hmm. their way out. And they're able to escape. And they go back to the boat. But the natives follow them, steal mm-hmm. the girl, and give the girl to King, sacrifice the girl to King Kong in mm-hmm. this elaborate ceremony or whatever. Mm-hmm. And King Kong comes, takes the girl, and the crew follows, mm-hmm. sees King Kong or whatever, and they go after him into the jungle. 
And um, like we said, that I thought it was bold, you know, and that was all an hour. That was like an hour mm-hmm. bef- from the beginning of the movie to them getting to the movies, like one hour. Mm-hmm. And then they spend like another hour on the island. Mm-hmm. And then they spend another hour back in New York, basically. Yeah. So they go into the island, they're chasing after her, and then they run into, you know, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. They run into giant mm-hmm. bug creatures, mm-hmm. which was also horrifying mm-hmm. and disgusting. Uh, they run into giant bats. Mm-hmm. It's a terrifying place, Skull mm-hmm. Island, didn't you think? Yeah, everything was everything was giant. Everything was like Jurassic time yeah. period, you know. And, T-Rexes. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the you see Naomi Watts interacting with King Kong and you see that King Kong is, you know, just basically a normal gorilla and he's nice and he likes her. Mm-hmm. And he, I think that they were trying to say that King Kong was lonely and he liked the company of the, oh, yeah. the girl. Yeah. You know? I can see that. So like they became quick friends and she realized that King Kong was like acting lonely, like a friend yeah. and she escaped from him at one point and gets attacked by T-Rexes mm-hmm. and he saves her and protects her mm-hmm. so she starts to really like king kong too like mm-hmm. oh king kong's my friend <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty badass he fights three t-rexes mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. and honestly it's pretty dope yeah it was amazing yeah and they turned that into a universal studios right eventually i never been on it but oh they did yeah that was a, that was the new king kong after they updated it mm-hmm. and um that was pretty probably one of the highlights of the movie don't you think the fight oh yeah it was a long it was like a 10 minute t-rex battle oh yeah three t-rexes it was great it was it was great and it was just it was very enjoyable like i think like um they made it silly too like at some point like they're all falling right like and be and get getting caught by all these um branches oh the t-rexes yeah Yeah, the t-rexes they fall into like a uh canyon and there's like all of these vines and stuff so The dinosaurs are swinging back and forth. The yeah. girls swinging back and forth. King Kong swinging back and forth on the vines and like almost getting eaten and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was very elaborate. And I would say, you know, kind of like something that you might see out of like Peter Jackson type of thing where it's like increasing. Like first he's fighting, she's fighting one T-Rex and mm-hmm. it just keeps on getting more intense. And then like, oh, there's another one. And then there's three of them. And mm-hmm. then King Kong comes and then they're fighting there and then they fall down a cannon. They're fighting there. And then they go fall down again and then they're fighting in a different yeah. way. So it kept on building and it building. Did. And it was a it was very, ep- pretty epic. It was very epic. Very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, I also think it was just crazy that they, that all of, you know, they went looking for her. Yeah. You know, and, and then... Yeah, that was a little unbelievable. Like, <laughs> wouldn't they just leave this bitch? I mean, I understand Adrian Brody's the love interest, yeah. so he wants to go save her, but I don't know. But they kept going. Like, they the almost died. Like, <laughs> they got, like, almost stampede by these dinosaurs. Yeah, and almost got eaten by, like, these raptors and then... Insects. Insects, and they were still pushing. They were still pushing to keep Which going. Which is kind of... A little bit unbelievable. And they kill so many of the crew. Mm-hmm. There's like at least 20, 30 of this crew dies. And it seems like they're just ever increasing numbers of this crew because so many of them died. But then there's like 20 more of them in the next scene. So like, I don't know how many people were on this boat. Like 100? I don't know. I know. <laughs> and there were so many still left over. Yeah. When, when they actually captured Kong. Yeah, because then at, so at the end, long story short, they capture Kong. <laughs> and there's like 100. I don't know. There's like 20 more guys who, yeah. who work on this boat. 
Like everyone who works on the movie died except yeah. for Jack Black and like one other dude, Colin Hanks, who's another dude. Um, but yeah, there's still like 20 crew members. So I don't know how many people were on this boat. I mean, Whatever. It's, you know, it's supposed to be, it, it can't be realistic. Yeah, we can't like, keep I can't track be, of like, how many people are on this boat or not. <laughs> but even then, it's like, how are, what are the odds of, you know, the lover to find her? You know, like, oh, yeah, he found out her of the whole jungle, easy. he found her within the 24, 48 hours, he finds her. Yeah. Which is whatever. You know. That was a little crazy too. But you know, it's the story. So whatever. You know, they capture him. Mm-hmm. She's against it because she wants him to turn back and don't. Because but King Kong's trying to get her back. Mm-hmm. So she's like, King Kong, no, go back. And mm-hmm. they throw chloroform in his face and and capture him and mm-hmm. shoot him with harpoons and all kinds of crazy filth. And basically, from there, they just skip forward to back. He's in New York. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly where the chick is, but we know Jack Black. Oh, they make it look like the chick is still going to be a part yeah, of this show. Yeah, she's in the show. Jack Black sets up the, you know, the exposit, exposition of, I don't know if that's the right word, of uh, Kong. Yeah. And Kong's on stage. You know, everyone's seen the classic photos of him on stage in handcuffs mm-hmm. and the audience looking at Kong and just gasping like, oh, my God, it's mm-hmm. huge. And... um they make it seem as if she's a part of the show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but she's not. Mm-mm. And Jack Driscoll, who was the other main character, Adrian Brody, is not a part of it either. So it's just Jack Black basically turned into a piece of crap mm-hmm. and he's just trying to make money, exploit, exploit. Kong mm-hmm. to the highest. And uh, basically Adrian Brody realizes like, oh, I love the girl. I should go and find her because obviously they didn't end well, I guess, after the island. And uh, Kong breaks free mm-hmm. and starts terrorizing New York, uh, Times Square, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. I mean, what did you think of all of him terrorizing New York? I don't think all of I don't think it's as quite as long. I mean, because in this movie it was like twenty minutes of him like destroying New York before he goes up on the Empire State Building, right? Yeah, it wasn't long. Um, it was interesting because he was looking for her. Yeah, he so starts he would, looking for her. He starts picking up all these blonde girls and <laughs> yeah. then throwing them when he knew it wasn't her. <laughs> yeah, like rags. And he's like, no, it's not her. So that was interesting. I really loved like how they even at that point humanized him, right? Like mm-hmm. he... Like when they when he was at the show, he looked depressed, he looked sad, and then when they bring her up, like, you know, the supposedly Yeah. Um what's her name again? Anna in the film. Yeah. You know, he sees that it's not her and he gets upset. And then the flashing of the lights is what irritates him and yeah. that's what causes him to escape and get out. Um but I, I enjoyed the the scenery, like how they made Times Tyn- Square look like at the time. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, they spent a lot of money on this movie. Oh, yeah. It looked, but it looked great. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like Everything they did a really good, really good job. Kong and, looked great. Yeah. So they did a good job doing that. Um, you know, he ter- terrorized for a little bit. And then, you know, the lover comes out. Yeah. And I thought that was funny how Kong recognized, like, hey... You're the dude that, that took, stole the chick. Yeah, from yeah. So he was pissed and starts chasing him. Yeah, and um, eventually, um, you know, he catch he get, catches up to him, and she comes up. You know, she pops up, and you know, she grabs her, and they go yeah. on, and they have this nice moment, like in the, in I guess central in um, that central central park. In the park. Yeah, they have like this. Whatever, they're bonding or whatever. Yeah, they're bonding. <laughs> they end up getting chased up to the top of the Empire State Building. And uh, he's up there with with 
Anne and the planes come mm-hmm. and whatever. He fights the planes and she's like so worried about him and he gets shot by the planes and he dies. He falls on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, to make a long story short, <laughs> and uh, Jack Black, she falls on the ground and, and he's dead. He fell off the Empire State Building. King Kong did. And uh, Jack Black, some guy, some cop is saying like, oh, the airplanes got him. The airplanes killed him. Mm-hmm. Jack Black says the classic line from the original movie, exact same line. He says, it wasn't the planes that killed him. It was the it was beauty that killed the beast. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's was a classic line from the original because it's like, oh, look at this monster it was actually humanized the mm-hmm. monster. So they did it exactly the same in this movie. Um, what was your overall thoughts with the, with this movie? I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, it um, was long, though. It was long. It yeah. was long. And I think that I always knew King Kong's story, but I just, um, I think watching it. Did you see this in theaters? No. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't go to the theaters before you knew me, huh? No, not really. No, yeah, I did. I did with my girls, you know, in high school. Your yeah. yeah, you know, when we started working, we could afford our, oh you know, God. buy our own ticket. <laughs> <laughs> then we started going, but that wasn't until high school. Um, but King Kong's story is so tragic. It's it was so a sad. Movie. sad. Yeah. And I think, like, compared to Godzilla, it's like, it's so sad because in every King Kong, like, he gets captured. You know, even thinking about, yeah. you know, monkeys now, they get captured, you well, know. Even and in Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, he gets he captured. Gets captured yeah. And it's just so sad. I think it's like, you know, I think yeah. about, you know, animals and, you know, it's different because it's, Godzilla's like the undefeatable. He's like a force of nature. Mm-hmm. He's uncontainable, un, yeah. undefeatable. King Kong is like always defeated and always captured. Always captured. Yeah. And they humanize him because he understands, you know. Yeah. Or, um, you know, she, she tells him at some point, like, oh, beautiful. This is beautiful. And she does like the sign lang- language gesture. And then he repeats it later at the end of the movie. He repeats it. Yeah. And... It you humanizes know, them a they lot. They do. In this they movie. really do. And like, even like how he dies and like how sad uh, he is. And I, the I, whole story is just so sad. The idea of him getting captured, it's very, it's very tragic. But the, the, I think that's why Godzilla versus Kong is actually good because they continue this thread and this uh, characterization of King Kong as being like close to human. Mm hmm. You know, basically like a real gorilla who's mm-hmm. pretty smart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They continue that in this movie, which I think is why it's good. But um, another interesting thing that watching King Kong made me think of is the scene in uh, in um, Inglorious Bastards where they're mm-hmm. playing that card game. And he has the card. They're like trying. You put the card on your mm-hmm. head and you identify who the, yeah, what's who written are. on your name. Yeah. And the guy, the German soldier was like. Okay, I come from the jungle. I came across in a boat. I was wearing handcuffs. So I'm either the African-American slave or I am King Kong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was King Kong. So mm-hmm. I think that's interesting parallel and maybe some deeper mm-hmm. messaging in there that I'm not grasping exactly. But it, I guess maybe it's just the, it's tragic. Yeah. But um, so I, that just made me think of it. Uh, but I enjoyed this movie. I thought yeah. it what? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think my rating would be definitely recommend you to watch it. Yeah, especially for the historical context of like this big movie in movie history, King Kong. And if you don't want to go back and watch the original, it would be good to watch this, this one because it's pretty dang close. Yeah. Uh, like, 
Well, the original is just not as long. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you should watch the original. But which... they have the iconic, you know, Kong versus the dinosaur, which is really awesome. That was awesome to oh, see. Oh, the T-Rex thing? Yeah, yeah, that comes straight from the original. Mm-hmm. The plane, the iconic scene of him fighting with the plane. Straight from the original. Um, the wall, you know, all of that. The natives, all of that. It's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um Let's keep going though. We go. I feel like I realized like, oh shit, we're going deep in these movies. We're gonna be doing like a two-hour podcast. But I'm gonna put in uh, the description of this episode a time code so they get just skip straight to Kong versus Godzilla mm-hmm. <laughs> or Godzilla versus Kong. I keep on calling it wrong. If they don't want to know all of this, but yeah. if they do, you got a two-hour-long deaf thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it won't be two hours. What's the next one? Next movie we watched. Um, let's see. Godzilla 2014, right? Yes. Tell us about it. Well, Godzilla, Godzilla 2014 um, was rated PG-13. It was two hours and three minutes, so definitely sh- much, uh, you know, shorter. It got rated seventy-six percent tomato re- tomato reader and sixty-six percent audience. So the critics liked it. The audience, not so much. Yeah, I don't even know why the critics liked this. Yeah, I mean, it was not good. <laughs> This movie, mm. I, I really did not like it. Um, let's just read the description of this one and just get talk about it. Ford Brody, Aaron Taylor Johnson, a Navy bomb expert, has reunited with his family in San Francisco when he is forced to go to Japan to help his estranged father, Joe, Brian Cranston. Soon, both men are swept up in an escalating crisis when Godzilla, king of the monsters, arises from the sea to combat malevolent adversaries that threaten the survival of humanity. The creatures leave colossal destruction in their wake as they make their way toward the final battleground San Francisco. Okay, that's the basic story. Basically, Brian Cranston and what I remember, I did see this one in the theater. You saw this one in the theater? Yeah. Okay. I remember they promoted this like, oh, it's a Brian Cranston movie. It's going to be dope. Come and see it. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is at the height of of Breaking Bad fame, and we know he's an amazing actor. So that's what I was like, oh shit, they're gonna make a Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston? That's mm-hmm. gonna be dope. And it was while he was in it, but spoilers, this fool dies like 40 minutes into the movie, 30 minutes into the movie, the, the dude dies, mm-hmm, Brian mm-hmm, Cranston. Mm-hmm. Okay, and talk about a long time to wait to see Godzilla. Godzilla does not come into like an hour. In 20 minutes or something, you don't see full Godzilla in this movie. And how long is the movie? Two hours and... Yeah, two hours. Two hours and three minutes. Two hours and three minutes. You don't see Godzilla until like an hour and a half into the movie. Um, so uh, granted to say, like, they were very sparing with their fucking Godzilla use in this movie. Oh, yeah. It definitely gave us... I feel like it... Um if you've ever seen Cloverfield, it yeah. definitely had the perspective of like the humans. So we never really got mm. to see the monsters fight unless we had like an actual person viewing them, viewing them, you know. And so it was, um, you know, I think as a Godzilla fan, I wanted to see Godzilla. You know, I wanted to yeah. see him fight. I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see that. And it was just not. We got like a, a glimpse. Tease. Yeah, it was like very much like a tease. He'll come out and then he'll be see like his out. leg. Yeah. <laughs> you'll see his leg, you'll see his tail, mm-hmm. you'll see his back, you'll see parts of Godzilla, but you'll never see full Godzilla till the very end of the movie. Yeah. You'll Oh yeah. Basically Brian Cranston is obsessed cuz he used to work at a nuclear facility mm-hmm. that was attacked by 
uh, a giant motu is like a giant spider thing back in the I don't know the 80s or whatever the 90s or whatever and his wife dies there so he becomes obsessed with trying to figure out what happened the truth Mm -hmm. yeah the truth because it was a big government cover-up like what really happened to this nuclear facility where my wife died Mm -hmm. and he's obsessed with it his son leaves him goes joins the army moves to San Francisco and totally bans him Brian Cranston stays there investigating Mm -hmm. and Brian Cranston does his normal thing he's I mean, as an actor, he uh-huh. goes in and he's in, trying to break into the nuclear facility. Yeah, demanding where, the truth. Yeah, where we find mm-hmm. out Monarch, mm-hmm. who is a running thread in all of these legendary movies, because this is the first legendary movie, which I had no idea. But anyways, Monarch is there. Mm-hmm. They have a the creature that destroyed the facility in the first place is mm-hmm. is cocooned there mm-hmm. and that's what they're trying to h- cover up mm-hmm. brian cranston gets there and you know he's killing it as an mm-hmm. actor he's like my wife died here <laughs> i need to know what happened very brian cranston and it's great yeah it's great and then nuffle dies mm-hmm. and then we're left with his fucking loser of a son uh aaron taylor johnson who you might remember as the main character in kick-ass yes um, he's this, he's Brian Cranston's son and he's a zero mm-hmm. <laughs> in this movie, like mm-hmm. not holding interest. Mm-mm. And honestly, it's a long movie. They're chasing after they, the military keeps on trying to blow up this spider monster that is, you know, housed at the nuclear facility, it cocooned at the nuclear facility and then it breaks out, of course, and it eats off radiation. So the army's like, oh, let's shoot a nuclear bomb at it. And they do. And the monster just keeps on eating all of the nuclear bombs mm-hmm. that they're sending. So he's getting bigger and stronger or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, you see a lot of the monster of the spider monster thing Mm -hmm. but you don't see godzilla that much Mm -hmm. godzilla pops up a few times to fight this monster Mm -hmm. but like we said oh also marvel fame elizabeth olsen oh yeah is his wife Mm -hmm. and funny enough he plays her brother he plays quicksilver in age of ultron oh yeah that's interesting aaron taylor johnson plays quicksilver in in marvel's age of ultron elizabeth olsen plays wanda Uh in avengers Mm mm-hmm and both of them were in this movie together, playing yeah. husband and wife. Yeah. And then they played brother and sister. Yeah. Well, wow. good thing he got recasted in yeah. Division. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he was not that yeah, good. Yeah, he was not that good. Um, so basically, you see, you know, King Kong, I mean, Godzilla comes out at one point, and you see them fighting for like two seconds. And then somebody goes into like a shelter. So they, cl- they literally close the doors on like a Godzilla mm-hmm. fight. So finally in the movie, you see full Godzilla and you're like, oh, my God, they're going to fight finally. And then they literally close the doors on his face. Mm -hmm. And then another point in the movie, you finally see like a close up of Godzilla's face and Mm -hmm. like in the mist. Mm -hmm. And then you see him for like two seconds and then the smoke comes in and closes his face. It's like they just wanted to be like, look, here's a little Godzilla. No, he's gone. (laughs) Uh, They show you like. I don't even know how they they go through great lengths to make these hidden mon- these monsters mm-hmm. hidden because at one point they're like on a bridge mm-hmm. and there's the spider monster they're chasing after the spider monster and they're on like a a, a train on a bridge right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and turns out it's so foggy that the spider monster is right above them mm-hmm. but you can't see it because mm-hmm. you can't see any monsters in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> this Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. And the, whatever they finally get to the fighting in San Francisco, mm-hmm. 
And we never really just watch them fight. We never see Godzilla fighting this monster. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, these humans are have this other side mission of getting this, of Bum. blowing up mm-hmm. some of this monster's eggs. Yeah. So we see it while they're jumping out of a plane in the background. Godzilla's fighting. Mm-hmm. They see it while they're running through the city in the background. They're fighting. And then you... Then they have so like you only see the fights through the perspective of like the soldiers seeing it through the background. Mm-hmm. So you never really get to watch what's no. going on. Mm-mm. Even when they show you, they show you as if somebody's like watching from a window. Yeah. So you literally see the fight through like broken glass yeah. of like a an abandoned building. Mm-hmm. So many times they're cutting to shots of the fight like through a window, like in a reflection, mm-hmm. in like, oh, they the main characters look at it for a second. Mm-hmm. But you can never just watch the damn fight. Mm-hmm. So it was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And it was like very much like like you said, Cloverfield. Yeah. Cloverfield much. was all from the perspective of the guy's handheld camera. I I think I never actually seen Cloverfield. No, but I remember that shakiness, yeah. and you know you couldn't really this one ever wasn't see. shaky, but you just couldn't see anything. No, yeah, just the perspective of like unless somebody was actually there observing it, or yeah, that's the only yeah. way you got it. Yeah, only way you got it is like you saw it by accident, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only really badass part is Godzilla at the end. He does look correct. He mm-hmm. looks like fat. Like this mm-hmm. fat Godzilla standing upright. Mm-hmm. He looks like classic Godzilla, mm-hmm. except way better. The graphics mm-hmm. really are good. Mm-hmm. And the most badass part is at the very end, he gets the spider monster thing that he's fighting and he rips open his mouth and mm-hmm. then he shoots the laser beam like straight down the spider thing's mouth, mm-hmm. which was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. But that's really the only good thing about this movie. That and Brian Cranston at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest was like... Honestly, really bad, I thought. Yeah. Really I, not enjoyable. Mm-mm. Not Godzilla. It's it's very human-focused, the movie. is way mm-hmm. too human-focused. Mm-hmm. You know, Godzilla's the f- fucking star of Godzilla movies, in mm-hmm. my opinion, or mm-hmm. he should be. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in this. Mm-mm. So uh, I would say skip this movie, except for the fact that this was the launching point for these legendary movies that we... Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King, Godzilla King of Monsters, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. This is the first one, which I had no idea that this was the first one. I Because it's not like Kong Skull Island came out and said, from the makers of Godzilla. I don't remember that. No. Do you remember that? Mm-mm, not at all. Yeah. And so much so that when we saw, when we finally got Godzilla King of Monsters came out in like 2019 or whenever it came out. Yeah, 2019. We were like... We, I had no idea that that was a sequel. No, Did you? No. The, I just remember the beginning, watching the beginning of Godzilla King of Monsters. It starts in, in San Francisco. Yeah. So, it, you know. Well, we'll get to that a little okay. bit. But yeah. So there was, there is crossover. Yes. From this Godzilla 2014, which I was totally unaware of. Yeah. But there's a Japanese scientist who's the head of Monarch mm-hmm. in Godzilla t- 2014. And he comes back. And there's another scientist, the girl from The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. So Ken Watanabe and the girl from The Shape of Water are, are through lines that go on to the, le- to the rest of the legendary series. They're in um, Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah. Well, something to keep in mind, too, that Godzilla came out in 2014. Yeah. Godzilla King of Monsters came out in 2019. So way later. So way later. So yeah. maybe that's why we also didn't connect it because it was just... 
But I don't so think like they were exactly advertising that these were sequels. No, they weren't. Not at all. I think because this one is not so well received. Yeah, it didn't do well. No, it didn't do well. It didn't do well. Um, so that was a crossover. Monarch continued mm-hmm. into the next ones. And was there anything else that continued? Uh, between what? Between Skull Island or? Yeah, the, between this one and the rest of the Legendary series. Um, some of the characters, Dr. Brooks. Oh, no, that's uh, from Skull Island. Yeah, that's from Dr. Brooks. Um, yeah, not too many scientists. The dad, the little girl. In, in my opinion, they tried to, they took only a few characters mm-hmm. that continued. And they basically wanted you to kind of forget about this movie, I feel like. They didn't really embrace this movie as part of this series of movies, in my opinion. The 2014 one. No, but some of the characters, I guess. Yeah, they kept a few characters. They kept the beginning of like, oh, Brian Cranston's learning about echolocation in mm-hmm. the movie, which is kind of a through line, as we'll see in the next in the next Godzilla movie. Um, and uh, they might have mentioned something about them living underground, like in a hollow earth. Kind of oh, thing. yeah, they did mention hollow earth. They had hollow earth theory then. Did they? Um, in Godzilla? Oh, I'm confusing it to King of Monsters. You gotta stay straight. Um, No, they didn't watch them so close. But they did say (laughs) that these these Motu things came from underground, I believe. But anyways, so they basically abandoned that movie, and I think you should abandon that movie too. Don't watch this one. It really wasn't good. (laughs) Don't don't even waste your time. This next one, so the next one in the series, and for me, the beginning of the series is Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Kong Skull Island goes back to the seventies. Oh, give us the breakdown of these movies. Well, Skull Skull Island came about in two thousand seventeen. Well, you know, came out in two thousand seventeen. Two hours, two hours long. Uh, PG thirteen got a seventy five percent tomato reader and sixty nine percent audience rating. Yeah. What was it again? The, the ratings? 75% tomato, 69% audience. It seems a little low. Mm-hmm. I love this movie when it came out. We saw this one together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in theaters. Um, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, mm-hmm. This one basically, to me, felt like the first in the series because this is where they introduce Monarch. They really give it a good introduction in this movie. Mm-hmm. They introduce the Hollow Earth thing. Mm-hmm. They introduce um, some more characters that come out later in the movie. And and they seem to be setting up like a universe. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. by this point, it's clear what Marvel's doing. By 2017 or whenever they were making this movie, 2016, 2015, Marvel has already gone. Well, so yeah. like the universe building thing is already a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they start to do that in Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Kong Skull Island uh, takes place in the 70s, mm-hmm. and it starts with John Candy, no, John Goodman, mm-hmm. John Goodman as a scientist, and uh, Dre mm-hmm. from, uh, what's NWA. the movie? NWA. NWA movie is his sidekick partner, whatever. Dr. Another, Brooks. Dr. Brooks, another mm-hmm. scientist. Who wrote about the Hollow Earth Theory. Yeah, Hollow Earth Theory is introduced, and that's the theory that these monsters live underground somewhere. In the center of the earth somewhere. And there's like all of these tunnels and stuff throughout the the earth's crust. And that's mm-hmm. where all these titans are living. And that's why we don't see them. So in John Goodman has the theory that Skull Island is the last. They just developed satellite technology. 
So they found an image of Skull Island and they think that there are um, new, that there's undiscovered, well, he knows that there's monsters there Mm -hmm. and he wants to go and discover the monsters, basically. Nobody Mm -hmm. believes him. They think he's a crackpot. Yeah. And he's (laughs) like... Um, but basically he talks his way in. He's works for Monarch, which is a, already a government agency looking into this thing. He heads it. Nobody believes him. He gets a senator's approval and say like, listen, um, we know we saw this on our cel- satellite. Mm-hmm. So don't you want to beat the Russians? Cause mm-hmm. the Russians are going to see it on their satellite and then they're going to own whatever's mm-hmm. on this Island. So don't you want to be the first? Mm-hmm. So that's how he convinces the mm-hmm. government to have help him. And he to gets the government. And this movie's badass. It has Samuel Jackson mm-hmm. as the soldiers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in this movie, too. Samuel Jackson. Yes. John Goodman. Yes. Dre. Mm-hmm. Also, the guy who played Easy e mm-hmm. in NWA. The dude from... Um, these are all soldiers that went with them. Um, they had uh, the dude from Boardwalk Empire. Oh, Eli, yeah. Eli. Nucky's brother was one of the soldiers. Uh, there's a couple other people that I recognize were, as soldiers. And uh, he hired John Goodman hires uh, Samuel Jackson's crew for Marvel's oh. Marvel fame. They hired Loki. Oh yeah, Loki and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. are, are the two people. What are, what are their real names? Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brie Larson is taken as a photographer to film mm-hmm. to take pictures of whatever they find, and Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. is actually cast as like a badass tracker yeah who's mm-hmm. gonna help them track mm-hmm. the monsters that mm-hmm. they find and uh which i actually think both of them did really good in the they movie. did i thought everyone was really good yeah in this movie. it was a great movie um so they get on the island and they run into giant monsters normal skull island type things mm-hmm. right um right off the bat as soon as they get to the island kong comes out mm-hmm. which is awesome and kong is like way huger than mm-hmm. he was in king, king kong, kong. In King Kong, they say he's 25 feet tall. In in Skull Island, he's the size of a building. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Huge. He's the size of Godzilla, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, they fight him right off the bat. Mm-hmm. He kills everyone. Samuel Jackson, you know, because King Kong killed like half of his soldiers, he wants to kill King Kong. Mm-hmm. And, and the, everybody else just wants to get off the island. Mm-hmm. And they run into John C. Riley, <laughs> who crash landed on oh, yeah. Skull Island way mm-hmm. back in the 40s, yeah. World War II. And he's hilarious in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really funny in it. And, um, but this movie doesn't, it's, so this is like a new origin story for King Kong, basically. Yeah, they don't. They don't take him back to. They don't take him back. They leave him there. They leave him there. But they still have natives. They still have you natives. Know, they still see him as King Kong. They have a wall. They just have like a wall. they described in there. Mm-hmm. They have giant insects. They have, they don't have dinosaurs in this Skull Island, though. No. There's no dinosaurs. But there is giant insects. There's giant animals there on Skull Island. There's all kinds of weird stuff on yeah. Skull Island. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it's just funny. John C. Riley mm-hmm. kills it. I mean, Samuel Jackson kills it. Tom Hiddleston. Everyone's great in the movie. And you just see them basically trying to get to one side or the other to get rescued. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, they realize that the natives appreciate Kong mm-hmm. as their savior. Yeah. And they set up a lot of the groundwork that Kong is protector of this mm-hmm. island. Mm-hmm. He protects the native people from mm-hmm. these other monsters, mm-hmm. these skull chasers or skull crushers. Crawlers. Skull crawlers, that's mm-hmm. what they're called. Mm-hmm. And John C. Riley's like, I like to call them skull crawlers. And he's like, 
It sounds bad, doesn't it? Well, I've never actually no. said it out loud, <laughs> uh, which was pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people have probably seen this movie who are listening. Um, but this one's w- really worth watching. Oh, yeah. The music yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. They spent money on this movie mm-hmm. just on the music alone mm-hmm. because it's like a typical Vietnam movie. Mm-hmm. It's got like 10 Creedence Clearwater songs mm-hmm. in it. It's got a bunch of 60s rock and mm-hmm. 70s rock. And uh, it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one sets up a lot of things. We see Brooks, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre's character. He comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hollow Earth theory mm-hmm. is they they established that these skull crawlers live underneath the ground in mm-hmm. this movie. They discover that um, you know King Kong. They set King Kong up as a as like a humanized character, mm-hmm. not more than a monster, which mm-hmm. they continue mm-hmm. and. Um, Basically, they set up a lot of the threads that come up in the next movie that um, that there's a lot of titans out there. Mm-hmm. And they show at the end of this one um, that Godzilla's coming. They show pick cave paintings of Godzilla. Oh, at yeah. The end of this. They, sh- they show pick cave paintings of uh, Ghidorah. I think they show mm-hmm. paintings of Rodan. Mm-hmm. And basically, at the end of this movie, they say that they're setting it up seemingly like Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson are going to come back and make a sequel. Didn't you feel that vibe at the very end? Like, cause at the very end, Monarch has them in like an interrogation room. Oh he's yeah. saying like, there's more of these out here. There's oh a yeah. Lot more. Oh yeah. And he's like, we're just scratching the surface with Kong. Mm-hmm. And it's seeming like, Oh, there's going to be a whole series of Tom mm-hmm. Hiddleston and Brie Larson movies where mm-hmm. they investigate Titans. But that didn't happen. No. Yeah, because the next one in the series is what? Series is what? I think think it's uh, Godzilla versus uh, King of Monsters. Tell us about it. So Godzilla King of Monsters came out in 2019, rated PG-13. It's two hours and 12 minutes long, rated 42% tomato tomato reader and 83% audience rating. Mm -hmm. So the audience really liked this next one, um, Godzilla King of Monsters. Critics, not so much. We saw this one in the theaters together. Mm-hmm. And um, we liked it, didn't we? I liked it. It we was really you good. Loved yeah, it. I loved it. I think it was, um, I loved it for the action, like all the Godzilla screen time it got. Yeah. Um, the mystery, because you didn't know, like, you know, what was going, what was going to happen, the twist, the twist between, like, the mother, right? Like, the mother, well, I didn't, I didn't realize, right, that this was connected to the the Godzilla first one. So these new characters, like the mom, the dad, mm-hmm. I mean, they're new to, you know, Godzilla, King of Monsters, but they have history tour they have history tied to San Diego. They lost their kid, right? They lost their son. And because of that, you know, um, they have like anger towards Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. So this, yeah, this movie starts off. And I remember seeing that, mm-hmm, in, that the, scene. in this movie, mm-hmm. the movie starts off Godzilla King of Monsters starts off in San Francisco mm-hmm. and it shows the family, the main characters of this movie, which is basically, you know, 11 from mm-hmm. Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Vera Farmiga from like, uh, Annabelle and like other haunted movies mm-hmm. you know, as the mom. Mm-hmm. And the other dude is, I can't remember, Kirk something or other, but you've seen him in other movies. 
And he's like an, a scientist. But anyways, you see them and it says San Francisco 2014 mm-hmm. and it's them like trying to run away from Godzilla. Yeah. The <laughs> destroying fight. the city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when we first watched it, we're like, oh, okay. So in this movie, Godzilla's already exists. That's mm-hmm, cool. That's mm-hmm. an interesting take. Mm-hmm. But where really was going on is this is what we're watching is what happened in the Brian Cranston Godzilla mm-hmm. in 2014. Mm-hmm. And I was... So they were clearly accepting that that movie was existed. Yeah, it was like the introduction of Godzilla. But they didn't remind us that Mm -mm. that movie took place in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. They didn't show Bryan Cranston. They didn't show anyone from that movie, really, to remind me. So I had no idea. I was just thinking Godzilla King of Monsters Mm -hmm. is its own thing and not a sequel. Mm -hmm, mm -mm. But it turns out they are all connected. They're all made by Legendary. Mm -hmm. Um. This one, I think this one is really where they hit their stride, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Kong Skull Island was hilarious and great movie. but And they had some cool shots of Kong, like being attacked by helicopters, like his, his shadow in the sun and stuff. But in this movie, Godzilla King of Monsters, they really hit like the 70s album art. <laughs> giant paintings and gi- mm-hmm. like giant very picturesque like oh, artistic yeah. shots mm-hmm. of these monsters mm-hmm. like basically like basically like kind of like metal mm-hmm. you know like oh that's pretty badass mm-hmm. like you see uh Ghidorah like in f- surrounded by flames in this mm-hmm. movie you see him spreading his wings and like you see road uh oh Ghidorah top of a volcano mm-hmm. in front mm-hmm. of a cross and it's like oh my god that's badass mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean you see like these epic shots of Godzilla these epic shots of Mothra mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like so they started leaving le- leaning heavily on the mm-hmm. monsters they're like mm-hmm. this movie's about monsters let's get this straight yeah. and look at how big these pic- yeah. pictures are it's a very big movies in my opinion and um uh, what's the basic story of this one? Basic story of this one is Godzilla. I can't even remember. Have we seen so many now? <laughs> um, so the I think the basic story, there is an organization that wants to balance the earth. They feel that humans have overpopulated right. and are destroying the planet. So they want to free the Titans so that they can bring balance to to earth. And basically in that sacrificing a lot of people because releasing these Titans will mean they will bring destruction to cities and result in a lot of people dying. But they say that anywhere that these Titans come, they bring life. And so that was their whole premise is that let's, um, you know, bring back these Titans to um, bring balance to earth. Mm -hmm. But what they didn't know was that in waking up um, Glugadora, it ended up waking up tons of all the titans all the titans titans, and they just started um destroying earth it it became their goal to kill everybody you know extinct extinct um the planet yeah all human population and they couldn't control it they couldn't control it um or i guess they chose not to but you know there's two sides of the story right so that was one as one one society and then there's the government who's trying to stop them and so then it leads to um them helping Godzilla yeah, and um, helping them be, you know, stop the Titans. Yeah. So this is where we have Kyle Chandler is the name of the scientist. Is the name the of dad. Eleven's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Chandler, Vera, Kyle, 
Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown. That's the main character of this movie, whatever. Um, so this movie, we get the return of Ken Watanabe as the head of Monarch, the Japanese guy. Oh, yes. Yeah. We get the girl from The Shape of Water. Yes. Who's also in this movie. There's a lot of famous people in this movie. They're starting to really invest in the casting because you had Thomas Middleditch from uh, from Silicon Valley mm-hmm. fame. You had the other dude from NWA. Did somebody make this movie? Because O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in this movie now too. So like, <laughs> did Legendary, the studio, make the NWA movie or what? Because like, they're all in all of these movies. I don't know, but they were. Dre was yeah. in Skull Island. Easy uh, was, was in Skull Island. Island. O'Shea Jackson's in this one. Mm-hmm. Who's left? There's only one left. Was he in it? No, I don't think so. Anyways, so that's weird. Um, the, there's like so many famous people in this movie. Oh, Tyler uh, Lannister, Charles Dance. Mm-hmm. He's in the movie. And he's the head of the terrorist organization that wants that Vera Famiga teams up with mm-hmm. to use this echolocation device mm-hmm. to wake up the monsters. Mm-hmm. And they wake up Ghidorah. But you get monster fights right from the beginning of the oh, movie. Yeah. You get Godzilla fighting You get Ghidorah. Mothra at yeah. the very beginning. Oh, yeah. You get a ton of monsters in this movie. And they just basically went all out. Because I remember people saying about the other mm-hmm. Godzillas, like, this, you're not showing us enough. Mm-hmm. And I remember people saying, like, you know, why don't they just show us what we want to see? Mm-hmm. And I even remember Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard and talking about it on Fat Man Batman, like, just give us a lot of monsters. We don't need as much human story. Mm-hmm. And um, that's almost what they did in this movie. They came close. There was still a lot of human story. We have Millie Bobby Brown and her drama with the mom mm-hmm. and the terrorist situation. But um, you get just a lot of fights in mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's badass. Mm-hmm. You you see lots of explosions, lots of lightning, lots of giant monster fights. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they continue, this is, they're continuing the world building. We have Monarch in full force in mm-hmm, this movie. Mm-hmm. You have the hollow earth. They show a part of the hollow earth. Mm-hmm. They show Godzilla's home underneath mm-hmm. the water mm-hmm. and they blow him up with a bomb to show him fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, it's just a fun movie in my yeah. opinion. I don't know. I, I don't have a lot to say about it, but it's, it was good. It was just badass. Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. you anything. No, I mean, I liked it. It was great. A lot of monster, a lot of fighting, which, you know, I think that's what we want. I mean, it is called Godzilla, the king of monsters, right? And they were going to introduce a lot of these ancient monsters, like, um, so, Ghidorah, um, Mothra, all these titans. You know, if you watch any of the original Godzilla, these are all monsters that Godzilla has fought in those series. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, it was just really neat to see them, you know, come to life now and you know fight them and then even learn right like i didn't know that mothra was the queen of monsters and you know she i guess has this bond with godzilla you know and they come fighting together at the very end when they're fighting Ghidorah and what's the other guy's name ron ronder ronder rodan rodan and um so i loved it i love the the fighting scenes, um, they definitely show people being evacuated. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Oh, yeah, that's interesting because um, that's always – I think uh, there's <laughs> – it's funny. As these movies go on, they care less and less about showing you that people get evacuated. Because <laughs> in this ne- – I mean, in this one, they do say like, oh, let's evacuate the city, evacuate mm-hmm. the city or whatever. But um, 
and because they have straight up monster fights in yeah. like five different cities in and this bombs movie. they put out bombs out oh, there yeah, blowing up cities yeah. and stuff like that um but uh yeah oh we find out i don't know this movie was great i think you should watch it i think this is where i'm gonna start saying like legendary's killing it in mm-hmm. the game kong skull island this one was great mm-hmm. um i really don't have too much to say i think we should just move to the the main one yeah. i think this one's great and it's necessary viewing for the next definitely one definitely watch it yeah definitely watch it if you liked skull island at all if you liked i mean the new one go back and watch this one for sure because it was great yeah let's go into the last one let's do it okay I'm trying to finish so, this out before I know, too long i know <laughs> so the last one godzilla versus kong uh, PG-13 came out 2021, so this year it was an hour and 53 minutes long, rated 76 tomato tomato reader and 93% um, audience rating. So the audience loved it. Critics, yeah. not so much. We already see that um, they are they, they're sp- spending money in the right places in this movie i feel like because this movie is like 90 percent monsters yeah <laughs> don't you think mm-hmm. um what's the basic story of this movie i don't want to give too much away because i want people to actually watch this one i mean this it, it's all in the title godzilla versus kong um they we find out that there's new business called apex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um apex is creating is doing something shady but it's like mm-hmm. this giant world you know corporation or mm-hmm. whatever worldwide corporation that has this uh uh research center in louisiana mm-hmm. and we find millie bobby brown she's mm-hmm. living with her father now and uh she's still listening to she's listening to this guy his <laughs> podcast <laughs> Who talks about what's going on with Apex and what's going on with the Titans. And Mm -hmm. he has like this underground podcast that she's obsessed with. And she's very much still obsessed with this. Mm -hmm. And he's putting it out there. It's like, I know Apex is up to something shady. Something shady, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of feel like the the human storylines in this movie really are very inconsequential. Yeah. But they have, when you have... Millie Bobby Brown in your movie series, yeah. you want to keep her in. Yeah. So they made up this whole. <laughs> she's famous. She's yeah, rocking and she's right good. Now. Yeah, she's great. So and her storyline, it doesn't really amount to much, but it's good. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they used her to show us what you know that come that what's Apex. The, Apex is doing mm-hmm. right. Like like the only way we know what they're doing is because she's discovering it. Yeah. And then that's how we know, like, oh, okay, this is what they're doing. So she goes off with this dude. She finds the guy who makes the podcast and um, turns out that Apex longs. Uh, I don't know. Should we tell them the ending? I have no idea. I uh, mean, at this point. Well, she teams up with the dude from uh, the kid from uh, Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> and also Ricky Baker from Where the Wilder People Are mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. And uh, A Hunt for the Wilder People is what it's called the uh, new zealander kids and them three team up and they start investigating apex and they find out that 
Apex has a Ghidorah skull and they're learning how to use this. Mm-hmm. They're building a Mecha Godzilla, let's just yeah. say. <laughs> and they're doing all the research and finding that. That's one storyline. They literally don't do anything no. other than discover Get, this stuff mm-hmm. and let us discover it. Mm-hmm. They're funny mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Not hilarious, but they're funny, enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. The other storyline is the storyline with Kong, mm-hmm. which actually does affect the story. Yes. So you might want to say, like, maybe they didn't even need the whole Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. but you keep it because you got Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. and she's valuable in this, you know. But the real story that mattered is Kong is now housed on Skull Island mm-hmm. in a giant dome situation mm-hmm. because I guess the island. Got overwhelmed by the storm, At some something. Point. Yeah. But they don't really tell us much about that no, or why that happened. No, we just know that it destroyed the island. The storm He's being contained mm-hmm. in like this under the dome site Truman Show scenario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, but he realizes it and he's just trying to escape. So he's breaking the walls and whatever. And, and we f- meet this new researcher and this little deaf girl uh-huh. who were like watching him and taking care of him. And this little deaf girl has this, like, relationship with Kong. And mm-hmm. she goes and talks to him every day. She does sign language with him. And so this little deaf girl is, like, his best friend, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, and they uh, – that's so that's one storyline with the Kong and Skull Island girl and the little girl. Yeah. Who was a former native of the people that lived on Skull Island. Yes. And uh, then we meet Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. who it turns out to be a scientist who also is studying hollow earth theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has the, you know, theory that you could go there if you had a special tr- plane that would allow you to, you know, not get crushed when yeah, you change into, there. I don't know, some bullshit. But basically there's a hollow, the earth is hollow. And in the center of the earth is like this giant jungle. Yes. Right? And the anti gravity it's like the gravity's reversed. Yeah. Or something like that. And Doesn't so matter. They need basically something. there's a giant <laughs> like a giant jungle in the middle yes. of the earth. Mm-hmm. And you can you can get there through like a tunnel <laughs> in the earth. And so Apex, while yes. secretly building Mecha Godzilla, hires Alexander Skarsgard mm-hmm. to take his t- take Apex into the hollow earth. Mm-hmm. And they think the only way they could find their way to the Hollow Earth is to get King Kong mm-hmm. or a Titan to mm-hmm. lead them there. Mm-hmm. So they get King Kong because Alexander Skarsgård is friends with the chick and the little girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that are taking care of King Kong. Mm-hmm. So they get her and they fall. They use Kong mm-hmm. to get to one of the tunnels. One of the tunnels that takes them to the Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Kong. So. And basically, we get our first Kong and Godzilla fight when they're transporting Kong in the water. Mm-hmm. So they're transferring him to Antarctica where they have one of these hollow earth entry points. But Godzilla senses that there's another Titan mm-hmm. and wants to fight King Kong. Because mm-hmm. they're both alphas. And they get right to fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fighting on the water. They're fighting on battleships. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting... It's huge, and in this movie, they just don't give a fuck about killing people because <laughs> there's like four or five like battleships that oh, they're yeah. moving on, and they just they all die mm-hmm. except for one ship, except for the the one ship that's remaining. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dead mm-hmm. for sure, right? Has anyone else died yet in this movie? But that I don't know. A lot of people die right there yeah. in this epic Godzilla versus Kong fight. And yeah. It's pretty badass, uh-huh. and. um 
how does that end? Oh yeah, they're fighting on the water, and basically they realize Kong gets beat up. Yeah, and then Godzilla, everyone like mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So again, it's the sadness of King Kong's story. The fools again tied to this boat mm-hmm. in handcuffs to this mm-hmm. boat and being used and exploited by mm-hmm. by humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a good job with Kong's story. He's oh. still a loser <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's getting ca- captured all the time. Yeah, it is. It's true. And you're kind of like, well, why doesn't Godzilla ever get captured? It's because he has a freaking laser <laughs> beams that shoot out of his mouth. You can't capture him. You can't. But anyway, they captured Kong all the time. Mm-hmm. Um... Kong does eventually lead them to the Hollow Earth. I mean, we're yes. already like halfway through the movie. Like, yeah. The movie's almost done. The, they do go to the Hollow Earth, mm-hmm. and it turns out there is a giant jungle yeah. in the hot middle of the Earth mm-hmm. with gravity on both sides. It's mm-hmm. really weird and trippy. It's cool looking. And it looks just like Skull Island. There's yeah. giant creatures there mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And when we get there, we find the home of King Kong. Mm-hmm. And also like this power source of energy which Mm -hmm. is why apex really wants to get there Mm -hmm. because they want to find this energy source and use it to power their mecha godzilla Mm -hmm. and um they do because the team of researchers follow kong all the way to his home which is like the energy source Mm -hmm. and kong king kong gets this axe Mm -hmm. that is like supercharged by radiation Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. Which, who knows where that comes from? Mm-mm. Do you think that comes from any of the movies, or they just made that up? I think they had to make it up. I yeah. think they had to make it up. I think they made it up. But anyways, King Kong has, like, this cool battle axe mm-hmm. made out of, like, a bone. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know what. But yeah. It, but it can hold radiation. Mm-hmm. And um, Godzilla is on this other path where he's trying to find... He senses Mecha Godzilla, I guess. And he's going to Tokyo where Apex is building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God's, uh, the Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So this is like two separate storylines. Mm-hmm. And again, they don't care about people in this movie. So mm-hmm. Godzilla just walks up in Tokyo and is just walking through Tokyo, destroying it, yeah. trying to find Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. And so many people die. Oh, yeah. I mean, because did, did they even try to say, th- I don't think they even threw a line in, like, we tried to evacuate or anything. No, did they? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So millions of Japanese people died in the making of this <laughs> movie. Uh, but I guess this was, a, I don't know if this was exactly clear or not, but once King Kong, because this is happening simultaneously, once King Kong discovers his his home, his power source, you know, uh-huh. the power source and his and his and his battle axe. Uh-huh. Godzilla senses it. Yes. And decides to shoot a laser beam all the way to the center of the earth mm-hmm. to dig a hole mm-hmm. all the way to the center of the earth mm-hmm. where King Kong's lair is. Yes. And he does. And so there's a giant hole mm-hmm. in Jap- Japan that goes all the way to the center <laughs> of the earth, blown up by Godzilla's laser beams. Laser beam. And King Kong is pissed that you just, you just blew up my home <laughs> with your freaking laser beams. Mm-hmm. So Godzilla climbs out of the hole all mm-hmm. the way from the center of the earth up to Japan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When you say this out loud, it sounds crazy. But in the movie, it makes it yeah. looks like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So King Kong climbs out of this hole mm-hmm. and goes and fights Godzilla in the middle of Japan. Mm-hmm. Around the middle mm-hmm. of Tokyo, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's Tokyo. Yeah. And... Basically, they just destroy everything. Mm-hmm. Is there anything left of this city? No, I no. don't think so. No, because then after King, after well, Kong, they have an epic fight. Yeah, they have an epic fight, 
And um, it's like straight up King Kong's like doing MMA. Yeah. <laughs> on, on Godzilla. He is. Godzilla's blasting this mm-hmm. motherfucker. I mean, I really want to watch it again because I feel like I'm forgetting like some of the badass parts. It's just like King yeah. Kong fighting like you've never seen him fighting, no. really. He's punching. He's, he's punching. He's he grabs his head him. and he... putting him. He's <laughs> flipping it. And, you know, Godzilla and King Kong gets fucked up. Yeah, he, he does. gets super fucked up, and uh, mm. King Kong. I guess they're saying Godzilla won the fight. There was a point, I think, where Godzilla, where King Kong won. Well, he does get to his licks, and then in. he, yeah, and then and then Godzilla comes back and beats him, and basically tells him like, "Stand down, you know, yeah. stand down, oh, stay yeah. down." Like he at some point King puts Kong his foot, foot on his chest, on yeah. King Kong's chest, and it's like, "Stay down, stay down." Yeah, and um. King Kong's like, you know, exhausted by that point. He's and like so beat. And that. we're over here going like, no, <laughs> no. We don't know who to root for because we like both of them. Yeah. And uh, it was it was awesome. It was intense. Yeah, it was, it, was, awesome. it was very, very entertaining. And it's long. It's long. I mean, it's like 20 minutes of fighting, I feel like. I don't know. It's a long fight. Yeah. 10 minutes of fighting, maybe. But after that, King Kong's like basically about to die. Mm-hmm. And that's when Apex turns on Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. Mechagodzilla comes out and starts beating the shit out of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And Godzilla's getting his ass kicked. But then, and King Kong's just like about to die. Mm-hmm. And the little deaf girl who has a connection and she, you know, feels his heartbeat and mm-hmm. says, oh, like, yeah. he's about to die. Oh, yeah. So. You know, oh, long yeah. story short, they, they electrocute they, him. They use their special spaceship that they use to get to the Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. They use that to jumpstart his heart, mm-hmm. like a defibrillator. Mm-hmm. And um, because Godzilla's getting his ass kicked, and he's clearly going <laughs> to lose to Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla mm-hmm. is like way overpowered mm-hmm. and like and uh, shooting laser beams. Flip, you know, he's got all these missiles and launch mm-hmm. and like rockets and all kinds of filth. And he's kicking Godzilla's ass, and then they wake up King Kong, and then you get the inevitable team up. Yeah. When you have two heroes mm-hmm. fighting each other, they're gonna fight each other in the beginning, and then they're gonna team up mm-hmm. and and fight some uh, the real bad guy. The real bad guy. Which they do, and uh, which I don't mind. Yeah. Because we knew this was gonna happen, mm-hmm. and this is what I wanted to see, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. And they both they team up, mm-hmm. and they're. Still kind of getting beat up yeah. by by Me- Mecha Godzilla. Me- and this is the one spot where Millie Bobby Brown's story kind of impacts the fight a little bit because mm. they're in Apex's facility mm-hmm. where Mecha Godzilla is being run by. Mm-hmm. And their only contribution is they spill coffee into <laughs> the computer that controls Mecha Godzilla mm-hmm. and that ha- makes them slow down for a second. Mm-hmm. Which allows Godzilla to shoot his laser beams into King Kong's mm-hmm. uh, axe, which can hold radiation. Mm-hmm. And then King Kong has this super radiation axe mm-hmm. and beats the filth out of Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, starts chopping them all. Starts chopping them all up. And uh, it's pretty tight. They kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, what, and then I guess Godzilla. They're friends. They become friends at the end of this movie. <laughs> They're friends by the end They're of it. They're friends by the end of the movie. They don't fight each other. Um, I think, I mean, Godzilla still wants King Kong to be submissive. 
Like oh, you I, think so? yeah, I don't know because about that. I thought because, they were like ending on equal terms. Like, I don't homies know. Now. I don't know because I, it, it seemed like Godzilla. Godzilla definitely was wants like, to be the king. Yeah, he wants to be the king. Like I got the sense that he was like, "Are, are you gonna listen? Like, are you, you gonna back, down, back down?" And so then King Kong, you know, lowered down his axe yeah. to show, like, you know, we're friends. But I oh, still yeah. think that Godzilla still thinks he's the king, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, your interpretation, I think. <laughs> but they basically, they ended as yeah, they're pals. Team. They're, yeah. they're, they're homies now. Yeah. now. <laughs> um, that, and wh- where, do, where do they end up? Godzilla just goes back in the water, right? He just goes back in the water, and then King, king Kong, Kong ends up in, middle, in Hollow Earth. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. He goes down to Hollow Earth. And, yeah. And that's where he lives. Yeah. Oh, and, and people are like researching down there, yeah. watching him. The researchers go and are... Down there with of, him. Yeah. Instead of researching, observing him on Kong Island, now they're observing him in, in Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. And that's where it ends. Do they have anything at the end of it? I forget. I don't think so. But they basically in, imply there's more coming of this series, don't you think? Mm, I don't remember. I don't think so. I mean, there's going to be more. This was a big hit for them. This movie has made the most money during quarantine of any movie so far. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they they want to get a sequel. It says Godzilla versus Kong fans adopt Snyder cut tactics to try and get a sequel, and it might be working. <laughs> Godzilla versus King Kong Easter egg connects the sequels to Godzilla and the King of Monsters. Uh, I thought this was the sequel well, to no, the King of Monsters. Well, I guess everyone wants to see more because this one was pretty epic. I think since Skull Island, they've just been. Like Skull Island was great. It was a little bit different than King of Monsters in this one, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it was a great, hilarious movie. Um, Godzilla King of Monsters was cool. And I think on the step on the right direction, they had mm-hmm. a lot of epic shots in it. A lot oh, of epic yeah. battles. This one had epic battles. It had. It wasn't that funny, I would say. It wasn't, the humor wasn't no, amazing. But I the, agree. the fights were the amazing. The fight was great. And the CGI, everything looks amazing mm-hmm. in this movie. And there's so much. It's like, you know, 80% monsters and 20% human story. So you can't go wrong. I think that was the other complaint about the Godzilla 2014. It's like Godzilla's walking through the middle of the San Francisco, destroying it. And they're like, oh, let's cut away and show what the humans are doing. Though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then... And then they're fighting, like Godzilla's fighting this other monster. And then let's, let's cut away, though, and let's look mm-hmm. at what these humans mm-hmm. are doing. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like if there's a brief pause in the action, they'll show you what the humans are doing. But then they'll go back to <laughs> the monster fight. Yeah, for the most really part. really what we're there mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. And I think the part where they had the humans, it was adding to the story, right? Like reviving Kong. Yeah. Um, stopping Meg- Mega Godzilla. Pouring coffee and Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it was great, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it added to the fight. Yeah. So it says that um, they asked, uh, I guess this is, uh, I think he's the director of the movie. He says, is there any, they ask him if there are any plans to make a sequel. He says, hopefully there will be, I, but I have no idea. If not the peak than the plateau that everyone has been aiming for. This is a point that has been a part of an, of the ambition since the beginning. So I look forward to whatever the next iteration of this franchise is. This has certainly been getting these two characters 
the Avengers you build to the to that place. Like the Avengers you build to that place. Mm-hmm. That's not to say there aren't future movies that bring everyone together. Uh, oh, that wasn't the director. Director Adam Wingard recently confirmed they cut a post credit scene from Godzilla vs. Kong. They cut it. Oh, mm-hmm. that would have set up the next MonsterVerse film. Part of this could be due to the MonsterVerse franchise uncertainty given the poor box office, box office result from Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, did bad. Uh, the, that film was the lowest grossing film in the franchise. And given the legendary and Toho's deal was set to expire in 2020. Mm. Oh, it could be the studio at the time decided that Godzilla versus Kong, the film they had been building to could serve as a possible endpoint to the franchise. I hope not. So they're saying that this might be the end. This is according to screenrant.com. Mm. Uh, they're saying that this might be the end of their legendary pictures. Monsterverse. Wouldn't that mm. suck? Well, I don't know. What else would they do? What else could what do they mean? do? They got a million monsters. Should keep throwing monsters out. But Kong? Yeah. It would be they would continue on the Godzilla series. Godzilla and Kong. Team up and again. Team up again to fight aliens. Team up again to fight whatever. Hmm. I don't know. I just I don't know. I think that I don't know. I mean, I feel like this would be a good ending because Kong looks, I think it was interesting they made him look older. They have. You know, and Godzilla looks the same. Yeah. So, you know, so that's why I don't see how Kong could go further. I'm sure he could. But, I mean, I feel like they brought in a lot of the legendary, you know, well-known monsters and you know, Godzilla, King of Monsters. They did. So to bring any any new ones, like aliens, I don't know. There was a lot of aliens I, in the I other know. ones. There's still more monsters I out think there. that would be too crazy. Even the, the, <laughs> the crab monster. Let me see him fight the crab monster. I mean, let me... They f- did bring a lot of monsters out for King uh, Godzilla versus... Con- um, when Godzilla, King of Monsters, they brought at in the a lot of end. them. Yeah, at the very end, they brought a lot of them. But... I, mean, I don't know. I would be okay if it ended here. I feel no, like it was a good end. I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm all about universe building. Uh, Marvel has shown. I like too, but I guess I guess like the iconic monsters already made their scene. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Make up a new one. So this is interesting. Godzilla versus King of Mon- uh, Godzilla versus Kong seem to have breathed new life into the franchise. It has done well in theaters and has earned the best review score on Rotten Tomatoes of any film in the franchise. It is still possible for Legendary Pictures to continue the MonsterVerse with Kong, Godzilla, or another Titan, be it a fan favorite or an entirely new one. Legendary Pictures is also the studio behind the Pacific Rim franchise. But Pacific Rim didn't do good. No, it did not. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Caramel Del Toro and Stephen, D., Stephen S. DeKnight have expressed interest in having the MonsterVerse and Pacific Rim franchises cross over with each other so, so aliens you're gonna do um aliens? Uh, pacific rims was robots but oh robots versus aliens right that's what the pacific rim is about i mean it wasn't good let's be yeah. honest but Mm-mm. i think whoever is in charge of the monster verse right now i think he's killing the game so i say give him more filth give him more movies mm. they're gonna to... ruin it no they're not i think they're gonna ruin <laughs> <laughs> I, they've been making Godzilla movies for like 40 years. I know. And they only got, what, one? I mean... What do you mean? The... the go- I mean, I like the Godzilla 
King of Monsters. Obviously. But before that, the Godzilla uh, movies weren't that, you know, at least here in America, weren't that yeah, but look, high rating. They discovered the formula. And the formula is lots of monsters all the time in the whole movie and let them kill everyone in the world. <laughs> they discovered the formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, humanize the monsters a little bit. Mm-hmm. King Kong's very much... In this movie, again, they they show you like he has this friendship with the little girl. They show you that, but he's, it's not the same director. They're not the same directors. No, it doesn't matter. But somebody's in charge of these movies. Obviously, I mean, maybe Legendary Pictures is the studio behind these movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're somebody had they had this grand plan to like let's make Skull Island, let's make King of Monsters, and let's make Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. So they had this plan for the from the beginning mm-hmm. to make this movie happen. Mm-hmm. So whoever's idea that was, let them make more because mm-hmm. they they they've been getting better and better. The first one was garbage, and mm-hmm. then the next three were good. Mm-hmm. And this one's making more money than any other movie in quarantine, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got the best reviews of any of the franchise. So. This fool's on fire. I say you give them another one. <laughs> I, I want to see. I would love to see them throw in a Pacific Crew. But I think as they already know what the what people want. They want Kong and they want Godzilla to be the heroes mm-hmm. of the movies. Yeah. Make them the heroes of the next movie. Basically do what the Japanese have been doing for 23 movies. Make them the heroes of the movie. Bring in some new threat. And they come, they team up and destroy the threat. That's it. Yeah. And they all they just got to come up with some bullshit for the humans to do. <laughs> and that's, and that's it. I guess. I don't know. I, I it definitely would I feel like it would be a challenge. Because how will it be it's going to I feel like it's going to sound like the same story. Yeah. Same story works. <laughs> I mean that's literally what they kept on doing with Godzilla. I mean yeah. it, it is. It is going to be the same story. But it's going to be a different monster. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. Or, you know, cross it over with Pacific Rim. That might that might be cool. In the right hands. Because look at what they did. Look at the difference between Marvel and DC. In the right hands, Marvel cannot do any wrong. They're just keep on hit after hit after better story after mm-hmm. more in-depth after more... They're just because they have one guy leading it, Kevin Feige. I think that's a real key. Mm-hmm. Have one person mm-hmm. who knows who you have one person that has has some success, mm-hmm. um, is very respectful of the original material, mm-hmm. and has the whole direction in his head. I think too many cooks in the kitchen yeah. can be the downfall. Oh yeah, like for example, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Which we've talked, to, which you and me have talked about endlessly. Uh, garbage, complete garbage. Yeah, they the jacked up this new series so bad because they didn't have one person coming up with the story. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Or coming up with the overall overarching story. Mm-hmm. They gave it to J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. and then they gave it to somebody else. Yeah, they didn't. The know Ryan where they Johnson, were going. Mm-hmm. and then they gave it back to. <laughs> and it was you can tell. Mm-hmm. That they didn't have a plan for these movies Mm-mm. and they came out horrible. Mm-hmm. And Mandalorian is coming out amazing mm-hmm. because they have somebody with a plan 
making the whole story and it's just these two people. In this case, it is two people. It's Dave Filoni and John Favreau making Mandalorian and they're nailing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's them leading this ship. They have great respect for the originals and they are fans themselves and it's coming out amazing. This, so do you think they have that one person? I think whoever came up with this idea of let's introduce Godzilla, let's introduce Kong, let's, you know, make Kong badass, I mean Godzilla badass, and then have them fight. Whoever came up with that idea is the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Bring him back. And give it to some person that they trust. I would say whoever made this movie, whoever wrote this, Mm -hmm. or whoever was in charge of Godzilla versus Kong, you found the secret sauce. Give it to him and let him keep on producing that sauce yeah well i hope i hope they hear you because <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna listen to me i mean they'll, they'll never hear this but i yeah. but uh, obviously people want it there's twitter campaigns and yeah people got power now with twitter it, yeah. internet they could definitely move they got the snyder first back yeah they did i mean even dc would would have been better off if they just gave it to Zack snyder because mm-hmm. his Justice League was actually decent. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it wasn't great, but it was actually getting better because, you know, he made Man of Steel, mm-hmm. which was kind of whatever. Then he made Batman vs. Superman, which was, like, really bad. <laughs> and then he made Justice League. Mm-hmm. And if it would have just been him, Justice League was actually bound to be a pretty decent movie, as Yeah, we, and as even we had said. continuation to that. Yeah, and he had more. Mm-hmm. And I think, and people are now saying, like, give him the next movie. Mm-hmm. Let him finish off his Snyderverse series. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think even that would have been better than what we do have in the current DC. Like yeah. this mismatch mm-hmm. of, of garbage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's a strong key. You need a strong figure leading this shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Leading I the ship. I agree. Yeah. I just I just think you it's going to be a challenge. So you don't want to see more? I thought you love Godzilla and Kong. I do, but it's like I already got oh, you're just, you know you're my satisfied. top monsters, <laughs> you know, and yeah, I'm happy with it. Okay. I'm happy with it. I just don't I mean they'd have to really impress me. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, um this was a long long podcast. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm, me too. I don't even know if this is going to make sense. For people, because we jumped around, and I think what I'm gonna do, and we might have, I'm gonna have to record that after this, but um, basically, I'm gonna put time codes in, mm-hmm. so people who want to skip straight to this can script can skip straight to this, because uh, I don't know if people want this deep dive, but whatever, they got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you can listen to the whole thing, or just listen to the end. I'll put a message in, and uh, but. There you go. I think that's more than anyone wanted to know. <laughs> Let us know if you think they should continue, continue on. Yeah. If you made it this far, mm-hmm. you know, give yourself a round of applause <laughs> <laughs> and let us know. I mean, that that's like the, those are people who really love Godzilla and Kong who <laughs> listen to the, this whole podcast because it was, uh, I realized like halfway through, I was like, we watched way too many movies we this weekend. It's, it's not good. It's not good. But whatever. I think that was fun. Uh, these movies are fun. And Definitely recommend this one. Yeah. And we got to watch We gotta watch King Kong 1933. We got to watch Godzilla, the original 1956. I do. I do want to see the first two. And we got to watch Citizen Kane. 
That's Citizen Kane. These are all classic movies. We got to watch all of these classic movies to become real cinephiles. Okay. All right. That's it. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Um, do you want people to follow you on Instagram or no? Okay. So she said no. She said don't follow me. <laughs> um, well, listen to us on Wednesday with the new ADHD cast regular episode. Um, let us know if you have anything that you would like us to watch for you and review for you to let you know whether you should watch it or not. I think we have some animes that we can go over and say, is it really worth We'll just show you. We'll do the ones that we watched. There's some good animes out there that we, me and you have watched together mm-hmm. that we could do episodes on, like Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. once it finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, Brotherhood, what's it called? Metal Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist mm-hmm. Brotherhood. Talk about that one. That would be good. Um, Dragon Ball Z. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's so much. All right. This is too long. Let's end it. We'll see you on Wednesday with ADHD. Later. Bye.